Luke 17 from verse 26, it says, Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Verse 31. On that day, no one who is on the housetop with possessions inside should go down to get them. Likewise, no one in the field should go back for anything. Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are going straight to the word of God tonight. Uh, I wanna I wanna tell you something. You know, if you have realized we have been studying what Jesus Christ, the life of Jesus Christ, and the teachings of Jesus Christ. Amen. We have been studying this. Let me tell you this. If we study the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Let me tell you this, this, are the, this is what, where the Bible talks about the life of Jesus Christ and the teachings of Jesus Christ. Everybody who knows Jesus Christ today, the, that knowledge, they got them from these four books. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. A part of it if it's, um, it's, it's, it's in revelation knowledge, but a part of what we know most and everybody in the whole world today, the most of the knowledge, 80% or 85% of that knowledge, they got from what we have been studying. And what we are studying, where is it, where is it from? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's where the life of Jesus Christ have revealed. And anyone who knows Jesus Christ, who know what he have said, who know what he have done, they got that knowledge here. Otherwise, other knowledge they don't, they got it from here. But I want to say, I want to tell you something tonight. When we are studying the life of Jesus Christ, you find that, you know, we tend to realize what did Jesus Christ did the most when he was still alive? What did he do the most when he was still alive? What did he talk about when he taught? Because let me tell you this, if you find us that we are talking more about heaven, not that Jesus Christ talked more about heaven, more than he talked about any other thing. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. More than anything, he was talking about the heavenly things. Talking about the divine thing, like where we have found, found ourselves to be tonight. 
What we are going to be talking about tonight is what he talked about because we are studying what he talked about. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Like the teaching of tonight is not going to be coming on, on based on what did you want to talk about tonight, but based on what Jesus Christ have talked about. Hallelujah. Amen. Like tonight, let us go to this book of um, Luke chapter 17, verse number 26. Amen. I would like to read it from verse number 24 because it's talking about the same thing. For the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning, which flashes the light up the sky from one end to the another. But the first, but first he must suffer many things and be rejected by his generation by this generation just as it was in the door in the days of noah so it will be in the days of the son of man hallelujah Amen. okay what the bible is talking about is talking about the coming of the son of man the coming back of jesus christ the other day we touched a bit about it about this coming the second coming of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because when Jesus Christ has gone, know that he's still what? He's still going to come back. And that's what he said. That He said that he's still what? He's still coming back. Amen. Then what he was talking about here is that one day Jesus Christ will do what? He will come back. The Bible talks about one of the historic events in the book of Acts. The Bible says that Acts chapter 1, after his death, after his resurrection, the Bible said that Jesus Christ, he was carried up by the cloud and he went to heaven. As he was carried up by the cloud and went to heaven, the Bible said that there were two angels that appeared. Those two angels said that, you men of Galilee, why are you standing like this looking up? The same Jesus Christ, he will still come back in the same way he will do what? He will come back. Amen. This was Amen. the day Amen. that he checked out of this world. The angels which came and witnessed to his disciples, they said that what? Jesus Christ will come back. Amen. And the day that Jesus Christ will come back, many people are not going to be expecting it. That's what the Bible is talking about, what we are reading about. Many people won't be expecting it. It, it will be because sometimes he will not even give a sign that I'm about to come back. He won't give a sign, be ready, be ready, I'm coming back. No, that's what the Bible is touching like, like the days of Noah. There was no sign that day the flood is coming. People were busy with their life, busy with their, with, with their everyday life. Things were normal, like me and you today, when we were planning about next year, planning about 2030, planning about 2050. Then everybody's like, they are busy with their normal life. They are not expecting that Jesus Christ will come back. But what we are hearing, even he himself here, he's talking about one day he will do what? He will come back. 
There are many teachings that people are talking about. They are not even talking about the second coming of Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ, he said that one day he will do what? He will come back. I want this thing to sink, to sink in you. That know that Jesus Christ one day he will come back. Then we will we must never be comfortable with this life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Can we go to the book of Romans chapter 12? Mantala basuntara bashanta labahaya. Rakiva zuntara bashata labaha. Verse number 12, verse na, chapter 12, verse number 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind. Then, what you, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good and pleasing and perfect will. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We must not conform to the pattern of this world. What is the pattern of this world? You know, the world itself is so comfortable. They are eating, they are marrying, they, everything is normal. Even if you talk about Jesus Christ will come back, if you tell somebody about it, I mean even today, sometimes even if you tell a Christian today that Jesus Christ will come back, some might even laugh at you. Say, Jesus Christ will come back. When we were young, we had the same thing. Our parents were told the same thing. Our grandparents were told the same thing. That, that what? Jesus Christ will come back. But if the Bible says that Jesus Christ will come back, what does it mean? He will come back. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He will come back. Then we must be ready. We must be ready for his second coming. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We must not compare and begin to compete with the people of the world who are coming to nothing according to the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Who are coming to nothing? The people of this world are coming to nothing and they don't have this kind of knowledge that we have. We, they don't have this kind of revelation that we have. But me and you, we must be ready. We must not live today like anyhow, like the people of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. But we must live this lifetime like we are waiting for the second coming of what? Of Jesus Christ. We must not be comfortable Amen. in this world. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We must not be what? We must not be comfortable. Because the devil wants us to be comfortable. He wants us to relax. Like the time of Noah, when people were so relaxed. When Noah said that, hey, there is going to be a flood. A flood is coming. This world is going to end. Hey, people, when they hear that, they laughed. Say, Noah, Noah, you're out of your mind. That, such kind of thing has never happened. Amen. They talk to each other, they point each other, say, look, Noah is building an ark. 
And by that time, the Bible says there were, there were lots of years when it have not rained. It was lots of years. Then that means the scientists of the day, they were like, oh, such kind of a thing. Imagine the whole world's going to finish with water. Hey, no, I keep on dreaming. No, I keep on dreaming. You think it's going to end. Until the Bible says that when Noah entered the ark with the animals, that's when it began to rain. And everybody was not ready. Everybody, it caught them by surprise. May we never be caught by surprise on the second coming of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When he come back, may he find us ready busy with the things of God. He must not find us when that we are converted. Now, you know, some people, they are born again. Yes, now they are Christian. But now they are trying to fit in into the standard of the world. In the way of doing things of the world, it's like they are being converted back in which it must not be so. We must not forget what our task is in this world. Hallelujah. Not to be conformed to the pattern of this world. Not to be conformed to what the world believes in. Not to be conformed to how the world is doing things. But be transformed by knowing what God's will is and God's plan is. And what what is going to happen according to what? According to God. Like now, God is telling us now, Jesus Christ will come back. Why is God saying this thing? God is saying this thing so that me and you can prepare. Such kind of a day, it must not catch us by what? By surprise. You know, you know, to somebody who is not prepared on the day, on the second coming of Jesus Christ, that person will be caught by surprise. And they won't be ready to go with the Lord and they will be left behind. They will be left behind because the world will be left behind. And this, if that person is not ready, it will not, that person will not be rapturable. That person will not be taken, they will not be qualifying to be taken with those who have to go with the Lord because they are like what? They are not ready. They are like the world. Whereas we must not be like the world. There must be a different because we are the children of the living God. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says that in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. And behold, the old has passed away. Behold, the new have come. That means we have received the God kind of life. We have received the God kind of what? Of life. We must not be like those who are in the world. Yes, those who are in the world. They won't be ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ. But me and you, we must be what? We must be ready. 
That's why we are studying this book of the Lord day and night. Hallelujah. Can you just pass through the book of Joshua chapter 1? Man ravroze ke devaze. Lakita pason taribaya teke bahaya. Rakita pason takabahaye. Lakiata pason tarabaya. When you switch in tongues, those who can switch, switch in spirit also. Hallelujah. Joshua chapter 1, verse number 8, the Bible reads as follows. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may, you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Then first of all, in order to be prepared for the second coming of Jesus Christ, one of the things is that we must keep this book of the law always on our lips. We must meditate on the word of God, on these things. Otherwise, we will be carried away with other doctrines. Otherwise, we will be carried away with the things of the world. But in order for us not to be carried away, we must keep this book of the law in our lips. And we must meditate this on this word of God. Word. Day and night, we must remind each other these things always. Amen. So that we may know what are the plans of God. We must know what is going to happen one day. After that, we prepare for that day of what? Of the coming of the Lord. Because if we don't prepare, we will be like the people who are in the world. Amen. The people who are in the world who are being caught by surprise. Hallelujah. Amen. Because they don't know these things. They cannot apprehend these things. Even if you tell them about these things, they will laugh. They will talk about it. Because it is not in their capacity to understand it. But we have got the capacity which we have been given by the Holy Ghost to understand times. To understand the things of God. To align Amen. to the timetable of God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Yes. Then after when you know these things, we need to prepare for the second coming. How do we prepare for the second coming? We have to prepare every day. Every day we must... Because he will come like a thief. Oh. Hallelujah. Amen. He will come like a what? He will come like a thief. He will come on the day that is less expected. When people, others are marrying. When other people are planning, are buying, other, things will be normal. Hallelujah. Like I, we have said it before, you know, to a Christian, 
we must live each and every day as if it's the last day of our lives. Yeah, you must live each and every day like it's the last day of your life so that the day like this, you must not miss it. Because we don't want to miss this day, hallelujah. Because let me tell you about, there is um, an event which is, the Bible is talking about it. That event is called rapture, where Jesus Christ will come back to take the church. To take those who are born again, those who are living for him. And after that time, there is going to be here on earth, Yes, other people will be left behind. Other people, when they are left behind, there will be time of Antichrist, where Antichrist will be ruling this world. And this thing that you have heard about, the number of triple six, the number triple six is not yet in effect now. Even though they are using it in the kingdom of darkness, they are just preparing for the time of what? of tribulation the time where antichrist will be ruling now that power of the number of triple six does not have power does not have power yet then those who are devil worshippers who are trying to write number triple six that power now now does not have yet power it's not yet it's time now is the time for the church now is the time it's our time to preach to win as much as possible, to get as much as possible converted for us to prepare for the second coming of Jesus Christ. That's why in this time the demon, the devil, the witches have no power. But to tell you the truth, once the church will be raptured and taken away, that number will have power. That number 666 will have what? Will have power. Let me tell you this. Now you know that by this time when uh, it is an abomination because this is the time of the church. This is the time for the power of the Holy Ghost. Even when somebody says that, hey, this person is a, is a witch, it's a devil worshiper, it's a sangoma. Now it's an abomination. If somebody can come out and say, hey, this person is a witch, it's an abomination. Aww. When somebody says that I'm a devil worshiper, it's an abomination. When somebody talks about what they are doing in the kingdom of darkness, is a what? It's abomination. Amen. But by the time of tribulation, it won't be abomination. By the time of tribulation, it will be abomination to be a Christian. They will there will be a lot of hey. The Bible says that because, you know, now is the time of grace, you know, you just have to accept Jesus Christ, you are born again, you are ready to, to be, to go even to heaven. But Amen. by the time of tribulation, people will save their life by their own blood. Many people are those, because after when they've seen like many Christians, some of the Christians who were playing church, who were playing Christianship, when the Lord has taken the church, they will begin to be serious by the time of tribulation. Oh. Where the by the time of Antichrist, somebody will be they will cut even the hand. They say, Do you believe on Jesus? Say yes. They cut the hand. Do you believe on Jesus? Yes, because that time they will be killing Christians. Uh-huh. They will say until they kill that person, and that will be that person's salvation. 
I'm talking about the time of what? Of tribulation. Things will be very bad. The things, you know, what they are talking, if you can hear now as an exposure, what the kingdom of darkness is doing in the, in the darkness, it will be done live. Some of those things, some of the people who are who are possessed by those demons, they have a revelation and they acted horror movie where they drink blood and everything. But that time drinking blood, it will not be an abomination of a human being. It will be something they will be doing physical. It will be done public. It will be normal that people, there are people by this time, because let me tell you this. Because this is what, now, these things, they are doing some of these things we are talking about. But it's just that they are doing that where in the kingdom of darkness. They are not doing it publicly now. Like now, let me tell you this. It's like when you're talking about, about witchcraft. It, it doesn't mean that witchcraft doesn't It exists, witchcraft. And it's a real world. And they've got many kingdoms in the kingdom of darkness. And it's like, now we're not talking about devil worship. It's, to you, it may seem like, ah, is it real? In the kingdom of darkness, yes, it's a reality. It is there, that kingdom. You just don't know about it. Amen. But Amen. by the time of tribulation, it will be normal. That's why you don't want to be left behind. Amen. You have to be ready and when the Jesus Christ came to take the church so that you can be what? You can be rapturable. You can be taken away with the, with the other saints because you will be going to have a feast in heaven and we are going to be awarded. That's where we're going to be awarded according to what we have, what we have done after rapture. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But here, what the Bible is talking about here is telling about that event, how Jesus Christ is going to come. He's not going to come in the certain portion of the world, certain portion of the world. The Bible says that in verse number 24 of Luke chapter 17, for the son of man in his day will be like lightning flashes, flashes and light up the sky from the end to the other end. That means everybody will see it this when this thing happens. But it will happen quickly. It's not going to happen slow, slow. It's going to happen how? Quickly. I remember when I, when I was young. I was young. And... Um, I had a vision of, of that event. I had a vision of that event. How is going to happen? And God, when he gave me that vision, said that I'm showing you these things so that you may be ready. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to be serious with this journey. So that we can be ready for what? For the second coming of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you this. Being a Christian is a journey that we need to be serious with every day of our life. So that if Jesus Christ can come back, we must find us what? That we are ready to be rapturable. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you this. Some people, when they hear about Jesus Christ come back, all oh, this, okay, yo, that one is a bit theoretical, you know? 
But let me tell you this. If you die today, if your body and spirit separate today, in which is not going to happen anytime soon, in any one of us, if it's not our time. Hallelujah. Amen. Your world has ended. And it's like you are Jesus Christ is coming back. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Because you, from, if now you take out your body and your body falls down and you get out of the body, there is nothing more that you're going to do. Hey, more that will justify when Jesus Christ come back. No. It's only when you are alive you've got the grace in order to prepare for that day. And that's why I say, live every day as if it's your last day. Prepare for the day that you will leave this world, even though it's not anytime soon. But if it happens that you leave, make sure that you cannot miss heaven because our, let me tell you this, in the life of a human being, the next greatest event is the day that you leave this world. It's not your birthday. You know, people celebrate their birthdays. You know, on the next birthday, people will be celebrating, hey, New Year and stuff like that. That's not a great day of the day that you were born. Yeah, not that much. That's what the Bible says that in the book of Ecclesiastes, Mantaraba. Can you go there? Makatarabashandarabahaya. You know, some people they think even Christmas is more, eh, it's more power, is the greatest day more than Good Friday. But you know who make who make Christmas to be celebrated more than Good Friday? Do you know who's that? Is the devil. Because he hates Good Friday more than Christmas. Christmas is when you call according to the word of God, Christmas is not better than Good Friday. Good Friday is better than Christmas. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. According to what? According to the word of God. Hallelujah. Can we go to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7 from verse number 1? The Bible says that a good name is better than fine perfume. And a day of death is better than a day of birth. A day of what? Of death is better than what? A day of birth. That's what the Bible says. Then one of your greatest event in your life is the day that you will die. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. The, the next greatest day of your life is the day that you will leave this world. Is that one of the greatest days? Because that day determined that by that time, are you ready to go to heaven? Or after that day, you will be going to hell. Then as Christian and the people who are ready to go to heaven, one of the greatest days that you must be living for is your last day. You must be preparing it. That's why Jesus Christ, if you listen to, if you look at the life of Jesus Christ, one of the days that he talked about the most, it was this last day. More than any other thing, any other things. Many times he will be talking about his death. And Peter will say, hey, Jesus, please, 
We don't want you to die. Don't talk about that. We are still enjoying. The ministry is going very well. And, and the Bible say that Jesus said that, get ye behind me, Satan. You have got only the consents of men, not the consents of what? Of God. Amen. Then one of the greatest day, that's why this is by revelation. It is not something which is ordinary. You won't get this. One of the greatest day of a human being is the last day of your life. Amen. Then Amen. every day, live for that day, preparing that after that day, I check out, I go to heaven. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Every Christian must be sure of what, where they're going to go, what's going to happen after that day. They must be sure. They must not gamble with that day. Because after that day determines what? The eternity. Whether that person is going to spend eternity with the Lord or in hell forever. And you don't want to be in hell. Hallelujah. A few days ago, we heard how bad it was when the rich man was weeping and what? And gnashing of teeth. We don't want to be there. That's not our portion. Our portion is what? It's heaven. That's why we need to be serious every day. We remind us each other these things. Because like what we are talking about, more than anything Jesus Christ talk about heaven. He's not talk about, hey, you know, you know, if the gospel was all about how many cars will drive, how many houses will, that's what he was going to be preaching the whole, the whole, the whole chapters, the whole verses. But we don't see it here. He talked more about heaven more than anything. That be ready. So that we may not be distracted with the things of this world where the devil wants to hook many of us and we are only thinking, ah, 2030, hey, 2050, hey, who told you you have got 2000? Hallelujah. Then every day we must do. But these things we're going to be able to do it when you do what? When we meditate upon the word of God, what? Day and night. The word of God is not meant to be listened, to be studied once a, once a year, once a week. That's not enough. Otherwise you will forget and the people of the world will be winning you now. And we find that Christian Amen. now is relaxed now. And that Christian is enjoying with the people of the world. If you find a Christian who's now enjoying and planning more, most of the things of the world is because the world have won over that Christian. That Christian did not meditated on the word of God day and night. He relaxed. He did not. You know, some Christians, they've not heard what Jesus Christ has talked about. They've heard what people talk about. Because sometimes people talk out of their own desires. Because they've got this good uh, desire of good things. And now we're always talking about, yes, we want to create heaven on earth. You know, I remember this other, at that time, I was still going to, to work. This other, this other lady, she just qualified to be an engineer and she was going to be paid a lot of money. When she was going to be to be paid a lot of money, you know, you know what she said? She said, no, actually these things of heaven is not real. Heaven is here on earth. 
Hey, and I realized that Amen. one, this one now is lost. Heaven is not here on earth. Heaven is heaven. We must prepare for it. Amen. Hallelujah. No matter money can come, things of this world, don't we use it for the kingdom? We use it for that day. That's what we have been reading about. You know, I, I think that it's like I, I will make sure that the whole of our time we've got the teaching of Jesus Christ. Because I think that, let me tell you this, this is one, my eyes are opening now. That one of the teachings that we must study the Lord is the teachings of Jesus Christ and never let him go. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because, you know, have you realized ever since we're in the book of Luke, it's about heaven. It's about heaven. It's about the, I don't, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Because that's what Amen. Jesus talked about. Amen. I, I, get, don't get me wrong, but I don't see much of a grace here. Amen. When you go further, you will hear in the Bible, we'll be talking much more of the grace, but it's not the teachings of Jesus Christ. Some of the teachings, they want you to relax so that you can say, there is grace, no matter what I've seen. Hey, there is, eh, eh. when you say grace, grace, you are, that person who's just relaxing, grace, grace is preparing their hell nicely. Amen. It's a trap of the devil. So that on the last day, the devil said, I, I robbed you. It's not grace. Grace is hell. Because the people who are saying that grace, they're saying that, hey, you can sin the way you want to sin because there is what? There is grace. Amen. But Jesus talked about, hey, be ready. I'm coming like a thief. Amen. Because of time, Amen. wherever you are, begin to pray right now. Talk to the Lord wherever you are. But when that day arrives, Father, we want to be ready.
something you know if you have realized we have been studying what Jesus Christ the life of Jesus Christ and the teachings of Jesus Christ we have been studying this let me tell you this if we study the book of Matthew Mark Luke and John let me tell you this these are the this is what where the bible talks about the life of jesus christ and the teachings of jesus christ everybody who knows jesus christ today the that knowledge they got them from these four books i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying Amen. Amen. a part of it if it's um is is in revelation knowledge but a part of what we know most and everybody in the whole world today the most of the knowledge 80% or 85% of that knowledge they got from what we have been studying and what we are studying where is it, where is it from Matthew Mark Luke and John 
That's where the life of Jesus Christ have revealed. And anyone who knows Jesus Christ, who know what he have said, who know what he have done, they got that knowledge here. Otherwise, other knowledge they don't, they got it from here. But I want to say, I want to tell you something tonight. When we are studying the life of Jesus Christ, you find that, you know, we tend to realize what did Jesus Christ did the most when he was still alive? What did he do the most when he was still alive? What did he talk about when he taught? Because let me tell you this, if you find us that we are talking more about heaven, know that Jesus Christ talked more about heaven, more than he talked about any other thing. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. More than anything, he was talking about the heavenly things. Talking about the divine thing, like where we have find, we found ourselves to be tonight. What we are going to be talking about tonight is what he talked about because we are studying what he talked about. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Like the teaching of tonight is not going to be coming on, on based on what did you want to talk about tonight, but based on what Jesus Christ have talked about hallelujah Amen. like tonight let us go to this book of um luke chapter 17 verse number 26. Amen. i would like to read it from verse number 24 because it's talking about the same thing for the son of man in his day will be like the lightning which flashes the light up the sky from one end to the another but the first but first he must suffer many things and be rejected by his generation by this generation just as it was in the door in the days of noah so it will be in the days of the son of man hallelujah amen okay what the Bible is talking about is talking about the coming of the Son of Man, the coming back of Jesus Christ. The other day we touched a bit about it, about this coming, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because when Jesus Christ has gone, know that he's still what? He's still going to come back. And that's what he said. That He said that he's still what? He's still coming back. Amen. Then what he was talking about here is that one day Jesus Christ will do what? He will come back. The Bible talks about one of the historic events in the book of Acts. The Bible says that Acts chapter 1, after his death, after his resurrection, the Bible said that Jesus Christ, he was carried up by the cloud and he went to heaven. As he was carried up by the cloud and went to heaven, the Bible said that there were two angels that appeared. Those two angels said that, you men of Galilee, why are you standing like this, looking up? The same Jesus Christ, he will still come back in the same way he will do what? He will come back. Amen. This was Amen. the day that he checked out of this world. The angels which came and witnessed to his disciples, they said that what? Jesus Christ will come back. Amen. 
And the day that Jesus Christ will come back, many people are not going to be expecting it. That's what the Bible is talking about, what you are reading about. Many people won't be expecting it. It it will be because sometimes he will not even give a sign that I'm about to come back. He won't give a sign, be ready, be ready, I'm coming back. No! That's what the Bible is touching like, like the days of Noah. There was no sign that day the flood is coming. People were busy with their life, busy with their with, with their everyday life. Things were normal, like me and you today, when we are planning about next year, planning about 2030, planning about 2050. Then everybody's like that. They are busy with their normal life. They are not expecting that Jesus Christ will come back. But what we are hearing, even he himself here, he's talking about one day he will do what? He will come back. Amen. There are many teachings that people are talking about. They are not even talking about the second coming of Jesus Christ. Amen. But Jesus Christ, he said that one day he will do what? He will come back. I want this thing to sink, to sink in you. That know that Jesus Christ, one day he will come back then we will we must never be comfortable with this life i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying Amen. can you go to the book of romans chapter 12. verse number 12 verse na, chapter 12 verse number two do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind, then what you then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good and pleasing and perfect will. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We must not conform to the pattern of this world. What is the pattern of this world? You know, the world itself is so comfortable. They are eating, they are marrying, they, everything is normal. Even if you talk about Jesus Christ will come back, if you tell somebody about it, I mean even today, sometimes even if you tell a Christian today that Jesus Christ will come back, some might even laugh at you, say Jesus Christ will come back. When we were young, we had the same thing. Our parents were told the same thing. Our grandparents were told the same thing. That, that what? Jesus Christ will come back. But if the Bible says that Jesus Christ will come back, what does it mean? He will come back. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He will come back, then we must be ready. We must be ready for his second coming. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We must not compare and begin to compete with the people of the world who are coming to nothing according to the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Who are coming to nothing? The people of this world are coming to nothing and they don't have this kind of knowledge that we have. We, they don't have this kind of revelation that we have. But me and you, we must be ready. 
We must not live today like anyhow, like the people of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. But we must live this lifetime like we are waiting for the second coming of what? Of Jesus Christ. Amen. We must not be comfortable Amen. in this world. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We must not be what? We must not be comfortable. Because the devil wants us to be comfortable. He wants us to relax. Like the time of Noah, when people were so relaxed. When Noah said that, hey, there is going to be a flood. A flood is coming. This world is going to end. Hey, people, when they hear that, they laughed. Say, Noah, Noah, you're out of your mind. That, such kind of thing has never happened. Amen. They talk to each other. They point to each other and say, look, Noah is building an ark. And by that time, the Bible says there were, there were lots of years when it had not rained. It was lots of years. Then that means the scientists of the day, they were like, oh, such kind of a thing. Imagine the whole world's going to finish with water. Hey, Noah, keep on dreaming. Amen. Noah, keep on dreaming. Amen. You think it's going to end. Until the Bible says that when Noah entered the ark with the animals, that's when it began to rain. And everybody was not ready. Everybody, it caught them by surprise. May we never be caught by surprise on the second coming of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When he come back, may he find us ready. Busy with the things of God. He must not find us when that we are converted. Now, you know, some people, they are born again. Yes, now they are Christian. But now they are trying to fit in into the standard of the world. In the way of doing things of the world, it's like they are being converted back. In which it must not be so. We must not forget what our task is in this world. Hallelujah. Not to be conformed to the pattern of this world. Not to be conformed to what the world believes in. Not to be conformed to how the world is doing things. But be transformed by knowing what God's will is and God's plan is. And what what is going to happen according to what? According to God. Like now, God is telling us now, Jesus Christ will come back. Why is God saying this thing? God is saying this thing so that me and you can prepare. Such kind of a day, it must not catch us by what? By surprise. You know, you know, to somebody who is not prepared on the day, on the second coming of Jesus Christ, that person will be caught by surprise. And they won't be ready to go with the Lord and they will be left behind. They will be left behind because the world will be left behind. And this, if that person is not ready, it will not, that person will not be rapturable. That person will not be taken, they will not be qualifying 
to be taken with those who have to go with the Lord. Because they are like what? They are not ready. They are like the world. Whereas we must not be like the world. There must be a different. Because we are the children of the living God. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says that in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. And behold, the old has passed away. Behold, the new have come. That means we have received the God kind of life. We have received the God kind of what? Of life. We must not be like those who are in the world. Yes, those who are in the world. They won't be ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ. But me and you, we must be what? We must be ready. That's why we are studying this book of the Lord day and night. Hallelujah. Can you just pass through the book of Joshua chapter 1? Man Ravrozeke Devaze. Lakita pason taribaya teke bahaya. Rakita pason takabahaye. Lakiata pason tarabaya. When you switch in tongues, those who can switch, switch in spirit also. Hallelujah. Joshua chapter 1, verse number 8. The Bible reads as follows. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So that you may you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Hallelujah. Yes. Then first of all, in order to be prepared for the second coming of Jesus Christ, one of the things is that we must keep this book of the law always on our lips. We must meditate on the word of God, on these things. Otherwise, we will be carried away with other doctrines. Otherwise, we will be carried away with the things of the world. But in order for us not to be carried away, we must keep this book of the law in our lips. And we must meditate this on this word of God. Word. Day and night, we must remind each other these things always. Amen. So that we may know what are the plans of God. We must know what is going to happen one day. After that, we prepare for that day of what? Of the coming of the Lord. Because if we don't prepare, we will be like the people who are in the world. The people who are in the world who are being caught by surprise. Hallelujah. Because they don't know these things. They cannot apprehend these things. Even if you tell them about these things, they will laugh. They will talk about it. Because it is not in their capacity to understand it. But we have got the capacity which we have been given by the Holy Ghost to understand times. 
to understand the things of God, to align to the timetable of God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Yes. Then after when you know these things, we need to prepare for the second coming. How do we prepare for the second coming? We have to prepare every day. Every day we must... Because he will come like a thief. (laughs) Hallelujah. He will come like a what? He will come like a thief. He will come on the day that is less expected. When people, others are marrying, when other people are planning, are buying, things will be normal. Hallelujah. Like I, we have said it before, you know, to a Christian, we must live each and every day as if it's the last day of our lives. Yeah. You must live each and every day like it's the last day of your life so that the day like this, you must not miss it. Because we don't want to miss this day. Hallelujah. Because let me tell you about, there is um, an event which is, the Bible is talking about it. That event is called rapture, where Jesus Christ will come back to take the church to take those who are born again, those who are living for him. And after that time, there's going to be here on earth. Yes, other people will be left behind. Other people, when they're left behind, there will be time of antichrist, where antichrist will be ruling this world. And this thing that you have heard about, the number of triple six, the number triple six is not yet in effect now. Even though they are using it in the kingdom of darkness, they are just prepare, preparing for the time of what? Of tribulation. The time where Antichrist will be ruling. Now, that power of the number of triple six does not have power. It does not have power yet. Oh. Then those who are devil worshippers who are trying to write number triple six, that power now, now does not have yet power. It's not yet its time. Now is the time for the church. Now is the time. It's our time to preach. To win as much as possible. To get as much as possible converted. For us to prepare for the second coming of Jesus Christ. That's why in this time the demon, the devil, the witches have no power. But to tell you the truth. Once the church will be raptured and taken away, that number will have power. That number, triple six, will have what? Will have power. Let me tell you this. Now you know that by this time when uh, it is an abomination because this is the time of the church. This is the time for the power of the Holy Ghost. Even when somebody says that, hey, this person is a, is a witch, it's a devil worshiper, it's a sangoma. Now it's an abomination. If somebody can come out and say that, hey, this person is a witch, it's an abomination. Aww. When somebody says that I'm a devil worshiper, it's an abomination. When somebody talks about what they are doing in the kingdom of darkness, it's a what? It's abomination. Amen. But by the time of tribulation, it won't be abomination. 
By the time of tribulation, it will be abomination to be a Christian. They will, there will be a lot of, hey, the Bible says that because, you know, now is the time of grace, you know, you just have to accept Jesus Christ, you are born again, you are ready to, to be, to go even to heaven. But by the time of tribulation, people will save their life by their own blood. Many people are those because after when they've seen like many Christians, some of the Christians who were playing church, who were playing Christianship, when the Lord has taken the church, they will begin to be serious by the time of tribulation. Where the by the time of Antichrist, somebody will be they will cut even the hand. They say, Do you believe on Jesus? Say yes. They cut the hand. Do you believe on Jesus? Yes, because that time they will be killing Christians. Uh They will say until they kill that person, and that will be that person's salvation. I'm talking about the time of what? Of tribulation. Things will be very bad. The things, you know, what they are talking, if you can hear now as an exposure, what the kingdom of darkness is doing in the the darkness, it will be done live. Some of those things, some of the people who who are possessed by those demons, they have a revelation and they acted horror movie where they drink blood and everything. But that time drinking blood, it will not be an abomination of a human being. It will be something they will be doing physical. It will be done public. It will be normal that people, there are people by this time, because let me tell you this, because this is what now these things they are doing, some of these things we're talking about, but it's just that they are doing that where in the kingdom of darkness. They are not doing it publicly now. Like now, let me tell you this. It's like when you're talking about about witchcraft. It doesn't mean that witchcraft doesn't it exists witchcraft and it's a real world. And they've got many kingdoms in the kingdom of darkness. And it's like now we're not talking about devil worship. It's, to you, it may seem like ah, is it real? In the kingdom of darkness, yes, it's a reality. It is there that kingdom. You just don't know about it. But by the time of tribulation, it will be normal. That's why you don't want to be left behind. You have to be ready. And when Jesus Christ came to take the church so that you can be what? You can be rapturable. You can be taken away with with the other saints because you will be going to have a feast in heaven. And we are going to be awarded. That's where we're going to be awarded according to what we have what we have done after rapture. Hallelujah. Amen. But here, what the Bible is talking about here is telling about that event. How Jesus Christ is going to come. He's not going to come in the certain portion of the world. Certain portion of the world. The Bible says that in verse number. 24 of Luke chapter 17. For the Son of Man in his day will be like lightning flashes, flashes and light up the sky from the end to the other end. That means everybody will see it this when this thing happens. But it will happen quickly. It's not going to happen slow, slow. It's going to happen how? Quickly. I remember when I, when I was young. I was young. 
And um, I had a vision of, of that event. I had a vision of that event, how it's going to happen. And God, when he gave me that vision, said that I'm showing you these things so that you may be ready. Hallelujah. We need to be serious with this journey so that we can be ready for what? For the second coming of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you this. Being a Christian is a journey that we need to be serious with every day of our life so that if Jesus Christ can come back, we must find us what? That we are ready to be rapturable. Hallelujah. Let me tell you this. Some people, when they hear about Jesus Christ come back, all this, okay, yo, that one is a bit theoretical, you know. But let me tell you this. If you die today, if your body and spirit separate today, in which it's not going to happen anytime soon, in any one of us, if it's not our time. Hallelujah. Your world has ended. And it's like you are Jesus Christ is coming back. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Because you, from, if now you take out your body and your body falls down and you get out of the body, there is nothing more that you're going to do. Hey, more that will justify when Jesus Christ come back. No. It's only when you are alive you've got the grace in order to prepare for that day. And that's why I say, live every day as if it's your last day. Prepare for the day that you will leave this world, even though it's not anytime soon. But if it happens that you leave, make sure that you cannot miss heaven because our, let me tell you this, in the life of a human being, the next greatest event is the day that you leave this world. It's not your birthday. You know, people celebrate their birthdays. You know, on the next birthday, people will be celebrating, hey, New Year and stuff like that. That's not a great day of the day that you were born. Yeah, not that much. That's what the Bible says that in the book of Ecclesiastes, Mantaraba, can you go there? Makatarabashandarabahaya. You know, some people, they think even Christmas is more, eh, it's more power, is the greatest day more than Good Friday. But you know who make, who make Christmas to be celebrated more than Good Friday? Do you know who's that? It's the devil. Because he hates Good Friday more than Christmas. Christmas is when you call, according to the word of God, Christmas is not better than Good Friday. Good Friday is better than Christmas. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. According to what? According to the word of God. Hallelujah. Can we go to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7 from verse number 1? The Bible says that a good name is better than fine perfume. And a day of death is better than a day of birth. 
a day of what of death is better than what a day of birth that's what the bible says then one of your greatest event in your life is the day that you will die i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying Amen. The, the next greatest day of your life is the day that you will leave this world. Is that one of the greatest days? Because that day determined that by that time, are you ready to go to heaven? Or after that day, you will be going to hell. Then as Christian and the people who are ready to go to heaven, one of the greatest days that you must be living for is your last day. You must be preparing it. That's why Jesus Christ, if you listen to, if you look at the life of Jesus Christ, one of the days that he talked about the most, it was this last day. More than any other thing, any other things. Many times he will be talking about his death. And Peter will say, hey, Jesus, please, we don't want you to die. Don't talk about that. We are still enjoying. The ministry is going very well. And and the Bible say that Jesus said that get ye behind me, Satan. You have got only the consents of men, not the consents of what? Of God. Amen. Then one of the greatest day, that's why this is by revelation. It is not something which is ordinary. You won't get this. One of the greatest day of a human being is the last day of your life. Amen. Then every day, Live for that day, preparing that after that day, I check out, I go to heaven. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Every Christian must be sure of what, where they're going to go, what's going to happen after that day. They must be sure. They must not gamble with that day. Because after that day determines what? the eternity whether that person is going to spend spend eternity with the lord or in hell forever and you don't want to be in hell hallelujah few days ago we heard how bad it was when the rich man was weeping and what and gnashing of we don't want to be there that's not our portion our portion is what is heaven that's why we need to be serious every day we remind us each other these things because like what we are talking about more than anything jesus christ talk about heaven he's not talk about hey you know you know if the gospel was all about how many cars will drive how many houses will, that's what he was going to be preaching the whole the whole the whole chapters, the whole verses. But we don't see it here. He talked more about heaven more than anything. That be ready. So that we may not be distracted with the things of this world where the devil want to hook many of us and we are only thinking, ah, 2030, hey, 2050. Hey, who told you you've got 2000? Hallelujah. Amen. Then every day we must do. But these things we're gonna be able to do it when you do what? When we meditate upon the word of God, what? Day and night. The word of God is not meant to be listened to, be studied once a once a year, once a week. That's not enough. 
Otherwise, you will forget and the people of the world will be winning you now. And we find that Christian Amen. now is relaxed now. And that Christian is enjoying with the people of the world. If you find a Christian who's now enjoying and planning more, most of the things of the world is because the world have won over that Christian. That Christian did not meditated on the word of God day and night. He relaxed. He did not. You know, some Christians, they've not heard what Jesus Christ has talked about. They've heard what people talk about. Because sometimes people talk out of their own desires. Because they've got this good uh, desire of good things. And now we're always talking about, yes, we want to create heaven on earth. You know, I remember this other, at that time, I was still going to, to work this other this other lady she just qualified to be an engineer and she was going to be paid a lot of money when she was going to be to be paid a lot of money you know you know what she said she said no actually these things of heaven is not real heaven is here on earth hey and i realized that one this one now is lost heaven is not here on earth heaven is heaven we must prepare for it amen Hallelujah. No matter money can come, things of this world, don't we use it for the kingdom? We use it for that day. That's what we have been reading about. You know, I, I think that it's like I, I will make sure that the whole of our time we've got the teaching of Jesus Christ. Because I think that. Let me tell you this. This is one, one my eyes are opening now. Oh, that one of the teachings that we must study the lot is the teachings of Jesus Christ and never let him go. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you know, have you realized ever since we're in the book of Luke, it's about heaven. It's about heaven. It's about the I don't I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Because that's Amen. what Jesus talked about. Amen. I, I, get, don't get me wrong, but I don't see much of a grace here. Amen. When you go further, you will hear in the Bible, we'll be talking much more of the grace, but it's not the teachings of Jesus Christ. Some of the teachings, they want you to relax so that you can say, there is grace, no matter what I've seen. Hey, there is grace. Uh-huh. When you say grace, grace, you are that person who's just relaxing, grace, grace is preparing their hell nicely. Amen. It's a trap of the devil. So that on the last day, the devil said, I rob you. It's not grace. Grace is hell. Because the people who are saying that grace, they are saying that hey, you can sin the way you want to sin because there is what? There is grace. But Jesus talked about, hey, be ready. I'm coming like a thief. Because of time, wherever you are, begin to pray right now. Talk to the Lord wherever you are. But when that day arrives, Father, we want to be ready.